Hello, homeschool friends, and welcome to this episode of the Homeschool High School Podcast from SevenSistersHomeschool.com, brought to you by the Ultimate Homeschool Radio Network. I'm Sabrina Justison, here with Vicki Tillman and Kim Smythe, and we're excited to talk about all things homeschool high school. So, uh, yeah, some of the stuff that we talk about is very academic, and it's about science, or it's about transcripts, or it's about extracurriculars, or whatever. And then other things we talk about are more life skill-oriented, because teenagers need to be developing a really good set of life skills. Because they have to live life. They do. Imagine that. Wow. <laughs> and I really like the episodes where we talk about life skills, because I think that these are a blessing to lots of folks who are older than teens, shall we say, <laughs> okay. as well, that, that, that the grown-ups, that those who are already doing the adulting thing, get some encouragement and maybe some course correction, <laughs> some ideas for trying things in a better way. So I think today is going to be one of those podcasts. And even some how-tos. Indeed. How -tos. Boy, did I wish I had that stuff when I was in high school. Yes. Today we're talking about time audits, and that is a phrase that I did not even know until about 15 years ago. So I Me was too. well past my teen years before I learned about a time audit. So what is a time audit? Vicki, start us off. Give us a definition. A definition of time <laughs> <laughs> Does anybody really know what time it is? Ooh. I'm so sorry. Oh, if you're old enough to enjoy all of our that. friends in Chicago. <laughs> <laughs> and we're off to a rip-roaring start, folks. <laughs> it's a shame I don't get along well with my sisters from Seven Sisters. We never have any fun together. Not at all. No, I wonder how we could alliterate on that one. Oh, really? Hmm, we'll have to work on that one. So, what so, is a time, a time audit? It's <laughs> where you take some time and audit what you're doing. Okay. okay. That was deep and philosophical, wasn't it? <laughs> so, uh, in, in my world of <laughs> tweaking definitions, I years ago realized that a time audit is appropriate for anyone who says, I don't begin to have time in the day to think about where all my time is being spent. Okay. And if that's you, if you feel like you are just, man, you're getting it done, you are doing, 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 and the thought of stopping to look at where all that time is actually being spent, if that's overwhelming, you desperately need to stop and look at where all that time is being spent. Because it shouldn't be that overwhelming. You should you should know it's going to be so empowering if you know what you're doing with time. And on the flip side, if you're not getting it done and you're wondering where all that time is going, <laughs> you also really can benefit from a time audit. So most of the time we think about audits as being something that scary people with suits do <laughs> with money. Ah, you know? uh, yes. Ooh, yeah. <laughs> and then where they check and see where all the money went. And was that the appropriate way for that money to go to those places? And so a time audit, it's the same thing as you put a suit and a tie on. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we're coffee, you try to be as scary as you possibly <laughs> yeah. can. With yourself, come on. <laughs> so, so <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah, that's, the, good. Uh, that's good. But really, is a time audit is, is an evaluation of one's time. And so you 
set your time apart and you know like at the end of the day and check your time so we'll talk about how to's but you want to hear a story about a time audit? i want to hear do you want to hear a vicky, story would you Kim? tell us a story vicky's a wonderful storyteller wait i need to get my hot cocoa first Hold on. oh wait i have coffee okay we're good so i got my coffee it's, it's not caroline's it's, coffee but you know it's, it's good really coffee. good coffee anyway. it is it's, it's sabrina's coffee, coffee. It's sabrina's <laughs> coffee which makes it even better because sabrina made it for me <laughs> So when um, I was advising with our homeschool high schoolers, um, I noticed that one of our more brilliant girls was really working hard. This, this is a smart cookie. She, she was college bound and would go into some of the sciences and it was really making things happen academic wise. And when I was talking to her about her upcoming senior year, she had a look of exhaustion about her face. And, uh, you know, being a, a therapist for my, <laughs> my income, it, you know, red flagged me. But I can't be a therapist if I'm being an advisor. So I asked her just, you know, what you do and with your time. And she said, well, I, you know, I get up in the morning and I work on my math and then I work on my science and then I work on my literature and then I work on my writing and then I work on my languages and then I go to my sports events and then I work on my this and that. And then I go to bed and I thought, well, that's an interesting lifestyle. A lot of wow. the word work in there for a teenager, yeah. huh? Yeah. And so wow. I asked her, you know, what she likes to do with her friends and this glaze <clears throat> came across her face and I asked her the last time she was laughing really hard and she had to think really hard about that mm -hmm. and uh, and so I asked her to take a couple of weeks and at the end of each day write down what she did through the day and how much time she spent on it and then at the end of that time make that into a pie chart this much time sleeping this much time on math and science and friends and eating and all that and at the end of the time, she came to me and she said, Mrs. T, I had the most amazing discovery. I never have any fun. <laughs> <laughs> so I think uh, my life's out of balance. And so she did some calibration on that and had a chance to have a healthy senior year. That is beautiful. has gone to college and done well in college. So having a little bit of fun senior year mm. did not destroy did her life. Her. Right. Maybe even enriched it. Yes, indeed. Yeah. That's beautiful. And maybe we start there. Sometimes we need Mrs. T to sit across the table from us and say, I would like for you to try this for two weeks. Let's keep track of what you do. And sometimes we need somebody to give us permission or even an assignment to mm. track our time. A little accountability, sometimes a friend, mm -hmm. if you don't have a Mrs. T sitting across from yes. you. Yes. Yeah. So we're, as your big sisters, we're going to right now give you permission. If you, if you need someone else to give you permission, we're giving you permission to make this a priority if you're not entirely sure that things are balanced the way that they could be or if your um, teens are doing a lot of stuff that you have figured out would be really good and, and, and move them toward goals but you've never thought about actually looking at their overall life balance then um, you have permission to make that important because it could be extremely helpful for your teens for you for your whole family Occasionally, teens occasionally need to do a little time audit to calibrate how much time they're gaming. Mm. Mm. Or on Snapchat and Instagram. Mm. and Or sleeping or not. How many uh -huh. teens are not getting enough sleep? 
Mm -hmm. because maybe they're gaming or Snapchatting or studying or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. To, to be able to incorporate that into their health credit is a good way Ooh. to make some good out of those hours. Yeah. A time audit would make a great component of a health credit, wouldn't it? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Very good. And not yeah. something we would usually think of. So, mm -mm. yeah. Good stuff. Big mental health. Yeah. All right. So let's do nuts and bolts. How do you do a time audit beyond what you told your advisee? Just write everything out at the end of the day. Because that actually first time I ever did a time audit for myself, the idea of doing it that way was overwhelming. By the time I get to the evening, I don't have any idea. I've already lost track. <laughs> <laughs> it's just, it's all blurred yeah. together, yeah. you know. So I, I had to do it differently for myself. Mm. Oh, do you mean there's not one right, right way, way to, to do, do a time, time audit? <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Those oh, are high yeah. fives you're hearing. <laughs> must make an appearance in every episode and sometimes we get near the end and go oh no we forgot to remind everyone there's not one right way and so. then we force it on occasion. <laughs> I think we might have even missed it one time so here's your assignment dear listener listen go to the back. podcast yeah. and see if you can find one that doesn't have a one right way or not and if you find it, email Sabrina at sevensistershomeschool.com and we'll send you a freebie. How about Woo! that? Woo! There we go. So, yes. Yes. <laughs> All right. Now it's really in your best interest to go back and listen there for that. There <laughs> <laughs> So let's so, talk about some right ways. So how to. So the, the way I learned to time audit is I learned time auditing after I was a grown-up and one of my friends in the corporate world... Um, set me down one time accountability wise she's one of my prayer partners and said you need to do a time audit vicky and she told me how to do it so i've been doing it you know faith's way um all this time so what what she had me do was sit down at the end of the day and just write down what i did and how much time i spent on it and for me that's a that's easy because if I don't remember I can make something up try to be <laughs> honest <laughs> and then at the end of two weeks to take all that data and make a pie chart like math skills mm. and um, and look at that and say does this look like a balance of work life spirit mm. family all of those things and uh, and every year in January and August mm -hmm. I will do a time audit um, and to see if as much as I have control over life um, things are balanced mm. Good one. Good so one. How, how do you time audit? Um, for me like I said by evening everything is just all a blur it's all oh. mushed together and I know a number of the things that I did and I don't <clears> have <throat> any framework for how long they, long they took because I don't for example you because you are a full-time working therapist you have set work hours. So there right. are certain things like once I got to the office, I was at work, yeah. you know, my life is very here, there and everywhere. And it was harder for me, but I am somebody who really likes to do lists and I like to, to sort of set my, my day or at least my couple of days at a time. So what I did is, um, on my note paper where I had jotted down all the things that I was hoping to get to today on the back of that, as I worked on a particular chunk of stuff, then I would make a note. So I would about four times a day as I was going to check something off of my list or look for what the next thing was to do, then I would jot down what I had done thus far. And sometimes it was that the task I was crossing off, I had taken 15 minutes and gotten done 
and the other three hours I had been chasing my tail or, you know, doing something mm-hmm. totally unexpected that wasn't on the list. But that about four times a day kept me. Well, the cool thing about that is that kept it fresh where you would notice if you were rabbit trailing into Mm -hmm. things that you hadn't planned and to note why that was happening. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Yeah, I've had to go way more in the direction that Sabrina has gone where kind of like a to-do list is a good guide and a to-done list because... <laughs> mm, she did it again. To-do yeah, yeah. To-do. To-do uh, to and to-done. Um, because so often I do find myself, and a lot of it is self-inflicted being the poster child for ADHD um, and, and just being the kind of person that if I see a need, whether it's just something in my house that catches my eye like oh I should go do this and while I'm doing the laundry I should do this ENFP and And, we have to do a Myers-Briggs episode oh we should totally do a Myers-Briggs episode and you know one day I there was like this chart that I've used in early childhood Early childhood education. Shameless plug. Vicky wrote a great curriculum for that. And you I'm can find that in the ebook store at sevensistershomeschool.com. You can also find lots of cool posts on the blog at sevensistershomeschool.com with ideas for exploring early childhood education with your teen. And, and now back to our regularly scheduled program. <laughs> there you go. And that was not a planned plug. I just went there. Uh, so when I was teaching early childhood education, I was showing my students there was this great diagram that I found somewhere. And it was like, you know, like a a two-year-old and what their day looks like. And it looks like a spirograph thing. Like they're all (laughs) over the place. And I realized that was me. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, that's awesome. So time audits are particularly challenging when you... When you, you are all over the place, when, when you have a spirograph. I'm going to get Kim a t-shirt that yes. says, my life and is a spirograph. There you go. Um, at the same time, it's really enlightening to realize how much that I am a spirograph and when and where does that serve me and the people that I'm trying to mm-hmm. serve and the Lord that I'm trying to serve Yeah, because well. that is not a wrong thing. That is simply the way you're wired and it has a huge plus side to Indeed. it as well. It, yeah. It, yeah, it does. Because God does. made you ENFP. He made you a ADD, but everything comes with its challenges it's, and its blessings. So so true, so true. So just kind of trying to use that and figure out, okay, so so this is a, a piece of my picture. So now that I'm more informed with my time audit, which in and of itself is a challenge for me to do a time audit, but it can be really helpful because it can see, so how could I better serve God, my family, my friends, and even myself? by noticing whatever patterns, whatever spirograph patterns happen to show up in my time on it. Oh, good one. All right, so you track the time that you've put into things over the course of a day, and then you sort of categorize them into what you see as the, the primary, these should be the pieces of life, right? So you've got, you've got work, and you've got family, and you've got your spiritual life, and you've got fun. Mm-hmm. And you have maybe relationships other, you know, friendships and significant others and such outside of family. Um, and what else? Anything we're missing? Sleeping. Sleeping. Yeah. Eating. Self-care. self-care. Oh, yes, big star. Yeah. Big star by self-care. Yes. Service. 
<clears throat> extracurriculars, you know. So mm. the the things that God gives us all different priorities. So everyone's pie chart ideally would look mm. different. Mm. But yeah, it's a complicated. We got a lot of things here in America to mm. fit into a pie right. chart. Right. And I know a category I put on mine and that was very important for two of my kids when they do time audits is creative space. Yeah. Oh, if you yeah. are someone who is wired to be very creative, that is often one of the things that gets kicked out the door first when like life gets busy. not valuable right. to be creative. Mm. But I start being a much less healthy, productive person when I don't have any creative space in my mm. week. So. You know, you must be in the image of God because he's a creative person. He is person. a very creative person, isn't oh. he? Yes. Oh. Yes. Ooh. Okay, so I think that we've we've done a pretty good job of explaining what a time audit is, mm-hmm. why it's important, nuts and bolts of how to do it in ways, plural ways, mm-hmm. that might fit well for you because mm-hmm. there's not one right way. Right. So then once you have your pie chart and you have this information and you see places where perhaps you're out of balance... Perhaps your teen is spending too much time on non-productive things Mm -hmm. and not getting work done or perhaps not sleeping because they're on social media when they should be sleeping. So you find these problems, then what do you do? You just say, well, okay, then I know what to do now. So bam, I'm going to fix it, right? I mean, is that how, how do we apply the information we get in a um, realistic, forward-moving, effective way? Ooh, ooh, ooh. Ooh, pick I me. Kim. Pick Kim's me. Her hand. Pick me. <laughs> you gotta pray. <laughs> you gotta oh. pray. Because if it's out of balance, it's probably not something that comes natural to you, or it's something that your circumstances are pushing out of balance. So you gotta pray. Good one. I stole Vicky's answer. <laughs> so all right. So you pray, and then you set priorities. Mm. So what are the priorities? So like a, a kid in senior year. In my opinion, not that there's one right way to do senior year, but is is one priority is creating memories. Mm. That uh, teens need to leave their high school years and go into the next part of life carrying some solid, meaningful mm. memories right. about what those years of early mm-hmm. education were about. And, uh, you know, friendships and service and you know, valuable educational things, but memories that they will talk about to their children, you know, yeah. when they're grown-ups. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that, that helps carry them through college or the early stages of career growth and all that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So you pray and you set priorities. Mm-hmm. Excellent. And then maybe you break those priorities into a steps. Plan. A plan. <laughs> and if you need help doing that, because that's not something that is natural and organic for you, because mm-hmm. a lot of personalities, it's not. That mm-hmm. whole, so I see the goal. I want to get to the goal. I don't really know how to chart a course. Right. There is a freebie that you can download from the bookstore at sevensistershomeschool.com. And it is a little article that I put together called Easy Steps to Scheduling Backwards. Mm. And it is free and it um, is just a few pages long and it gives you some very concrete um, ideas, ways. I, I, I would it, They are steps. You don't have to do them exactly the way they're laid out in there because there's not one, one right, right way, way to schedule backwards. <laughs> um, but it, it takes this idea of I see that goal there and I want to get to it but I'm not sure how to get started. So instead I'll start with the goal and I'll think, well, before I get to that goal, I know that I will need to have mastered this. So I'll put that someplace on the road between here and there. You don't have to figure it out in order from the starting line. 
-hmm. you can figure it out in bits and pieces and here there and everywhere from looking at the finish line and it's a, it's a different way um, to come at things and for a lot of people it is very empowering because that this is where I am now what do I have to do next feels very intimidating what if I do it wrong what if my first step is actually a little bit to the left and then I find that I've wasted that time and mm. you know it can be really hard to get started and you have this paralysis of I have to find the perfect path to get to it why are you looking at me Sabrina <laughs> I wasn't really looking at we you we should do a podcast on perfection paralysis <laughs> someday yeah. Perhaps we should. So avail yourself of that free resource <clears throat> if it would be helpful to you. That that really is a resource that has been helpful to me because I've known time auditing for a long time and I have used my results to kind of make an idealized schedule for myself. But to have, you know, to start with the end in mind has really, really helped me to organize what my priorities and how to attain them. So I, I get closer to what the goal is every time. I rarely ever hit my exact goals, but I that starting with that endpoint and then working toward that as I make a schedule has been revolutionary and it was free. Mm-hmm. Free is good. Free is good. Mm-hmm. And then when we're thinking about our teens, the, the time audit works really well for what a senior year need to look like or what does this semester need to look like. It can also be a very helpful tool in in a broader career exploration, yeah. mm-hmm. what's happening after high school. Yeah. Um, and we have used a lot of these ideas in coaching with teens who are having to look into these big, scary life choice things. Mm-hmm. Um, and if they do have a particular end goal, not necessarily total end goal, this is the career that I want and this is where I want to end up by the time I'm 62 and ready to, whatever. Um, <laughs> But, you know, if they know that they want to go to a large university and live away and live on campus and study something in the sciences, mm-hmm. you know, that, then, okay, well, what are the some of the things that are going to need to happen before I get to that point? And you don't have to have all of it figured out, but it is really, really helpful. Teens are easily overwhelmed by the very choices that they must make. Mm-hmm. You don't have any choice. The crossover from... From childing to adulting, it's got to happen. So you have to do it, but it is intimidating. Indeed. Mm -hmm. So many options. And Mm -hmm. they're terrified to to go after the wrong thing. Many, many Mm -hmm. of them. Oh, yeah. Yeah, And And the ones that aren't are probably too impulsive. And we maybe should be a little (laughs) more terrified. (laughs) There will be some consequences associated with the choice you're making. (laughs) So, yeah. So time audits and scheduling backwards are are really helpful for short-term goals but mm-hmm. also for especially for our teens for long-term goals i i printed out the scheduling backwards and i keep a copy of it with my calendar stuff and that is not natural for me so i don't use it as much as i would like to but it's it's a really fabulous resource it really is and if Thank it you. is natural for you um it can also be good because it allows you to celebrate milestones along the way mm-hmm I wrote it, so obviously it is natural to me. This, mm-hmm. is, this is the way I started coming and stuff think. a bunch of years ago. Um, but part of what is a problem for me is until I get to that final goal, I don't give myself credit for having done anything along the pathway. Oh. Very hard on myself if I haven't gotten to the finish yet. Mm-hmm. And when I've scheduled backwards, when I've done a time audit, when I've looked at balance and those kind of pieces... Then I can say, okay, you know, like creative space. I had to put creative space back into my life a couple of years ago. 
And my initial idea for doing that was I'm going to start playing the piano again. Well, that's rather vague, you know? And so after a while I said, okay, at least once a week, I'm going to sit down for 45 minutes and I'm going to play songs out of my Broadway fake book. That's my favorite. (laughs) And it wasn't much and it didn't do much to improve my keyboarding skills, but it put it back into my life. And once that was back in my life, I said, hey, that's a goal I accomplished. I put it back into my life. And then from there, you know, I can take it other places. So what you what you did is you coached yourself mm. and you helped yourself set a smart goal with your priorities and your scheduling. So you made it a specific, measurable, achievable, realistic, and time-oriented goal. We need another podcast on smart goals, yes, by yes. the way, because boy, <laughs> yes, is that a good one. Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. yes. So whatever kind of person you are, a time audit is probably a very helpful thing. And whatever kind of teens you have in your homeschool, a time audit is probably a very helpful thing. Indeed. Mm-hmm. So I think that we're going to wrap up time audits with that. Yes? Yes. Because um, it only makes sense that we value your time and we want to let you go get to it. Yes, indeed. So happy pie charts to one and all. And uh, we thank you for joining us today on the Homeschool High School podcast from 7sistershomeschool.com. We encourage you to throw some stars at us maybe and, and even a comment over on iTunes if you would be so kind. Reviews that are left on iTunes are not just about stroking our ego. I mean, we love the stars. They make us feel really good, not going to lie. But uh, they also help other homeschool families find our podcast. And so if you find our podcast helpful to your homeschool high school, help some other homeschool high school families find some encouragement. So reviews and stars on iTunes are greatly appreciated. We also encourage you to take advantage of the many wonderful homeschool-related podcasts on the Ultimate Homeschool Radio Network. Indeed. Mm -hmm. And have a wonderful week, and we look forward to being with you again. Bye.